0: welcome back to the football convention whoever's listening um i'm nick i'm hosting today uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about real madrid and fc barcelona on with me today we've got aditya Advait obviously representing real madrid and Aditya representing barcelona how's it going boys starting off with you otherwise yeah, it's going good, mate. Look, really looking forward
1: to this conversation.
0: Fantastic. How about you, Adi? Oh man, it's great,
2: man. Um, good to be here for the first time. And how are you? How are you doing, then?
0: Doing good, bro. Uh, obviously ready to, and excited to talk about this. Um, to get things kicked off, I'd love to hear about what you guys think about the the, the like the league of title race and like general thoughts on the league about like just this past year, like with everything happening and the season having to pause and stuff like that what do you guys think
1: okay i'll just kick things off okay. yeah so, go ahead man so i feel like um obviously it's been a really long time since we saw la liga and any kind of football you know so it's That's been true. a while but uh, i have to say that this season has been really really good as far as the title race is concerned you know there's just two points gap between Real Madrid and Barcelona, you know, mm-hmm. the, in second place. Mm-hmm. And this might be an unpopular opinion, but I would say that the La Liga title race is probably the strongest out of all the leagues. Bundesliga comes close, but I feel like the intensity with which you know Real Madrid and Barcelona are competing, you know, so say, Real Madrid is looking so that Barcelona lose points, and Barcelona hoping that Real Madrid drop points so they can go, uh, you know, to the first position. So. I feel like the league has been really competitive. You know, there's there isn't like a you know twenty five point gap between first and second, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's been really competitive and uh I can't wait for things to get back whenever whenever they do and uh
0: No, uh, yeah, hey, that's good. You mentioned that. Uh Adi, what do you think, man?
2: Uh yeah, mate, the league has uh, I think over the last two years, uh obviously other than this season, we have uh, we have actually won the league pretty comfortably and uh, the people often say that that's because Real Madrid have, have not played as well and all. But it's really not the case. You think about it, some of the other teams have started playing far better. You look at Getafe, you look at um, Sevilla from time to time, then Betis definitely. They've all gone better over the years and because of that, the league hasn't just become competitive. It's also become a lot harder for us to win. And... Um, this season, coming to this season, you think about it, it's, it's, it's been a little topsy-turvy. I didn't. I honestly, after the Clásico, didn't think uh, it would be easy for us to win the league. But the immediate week after that, Real Madrid dropped points to Betis, if I'm not wrong. and It just shows that the smaller teams, the teams whom you don't expect to win, are starting to produce performances against the bigger clubs like Barca and Madrid and Atletico Madrid, if you look at it. Um, and this is making the league harder. And uh, with the influence of the bigger players going, it's getting a lot harder for us to, you know, do it every year. And I think people often don't give us the importance that we should be getting for winning the league. It's not easy anymore. And winning it, I think, potentially three years in a row is, is a great achievement.
0: Yeah, no, it's no minor feat. Uh, I definitely... I definitely think that's a, it's commendable. Um, as far as I can see, I'm I'm an outsider. I'm more Premier League than anything else. Um, but like Advait mentioned, like the competitiveness within the league this year has been really good. Um, I couldn't agree more because I guess for the last god, like I can think the past decade, everyone has said the Premier League has really been the hardest league, and that every basically every league outside has been. Like a, like a, like a cakewalk basically between like one or two clubs, maybe. And I think that's true. Um, I think this has been like the very first year that it's been the opposite. And I think that's, it's a very positive thing to see for one, from like an outsider's perspective saying, yeah, no, like it's good to see other clubs like actually getting better and getting more talent and actually seeing progress for the first time in like a lot, like a long period of time. And so. I love seeing that. I love seeing small teams get up, like rise up. Um, and so when I saw that this year, I thought that was really cool. Um, what do you guys think of your transfer window this past year? Good, bad, neutral? Um, Adi, let's start with you this time.
2: I, I wouldn't go good because oh,
0: really?
2: yeah, uh, you look at the names. It's 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 fine. You know, you see Griezmann, you see um uh, Frankie, and you see some of the others as well. Uh, yeah, they're big names, but look at the amount of money you've spent on them. Right. 120 million on Griezmann, 75 million on De Jong. Right. Then the season before that, you had, I think, uh, Malcolm and Arthur. They didn't come cheap either. Right, right. And, and obviously, when you think about Barca's transfers, you think about those 200 million deals, 100 plus million deals that were absolute failures. Yeah. And uh, and that's not how we worked. If, if, you, if you honestly think about how Barca worked, that's not how we work. We had so much talent within the squad and within the academy and so much trust between the academy and the first team that most of the players came from there and then you'd have one odd player, maybe Suarez or Zlatan back in those days would come in just to just just to improve the squad. Like the cutting edge, you know, to the, the rest of the squad that was actually doing pretty well. And now you look at it in the recent years, we have had 120 million on Griezmann. You have had 100 Mm -hmm. plus on Coutinho. You have 100 plus on Dembele. You spent a lot of money on Frankie and Arthur. Right. Then you get a rare transfer where it comes pretty cheap, and the mentality of the club is such that because it's cheap, they don't want the player. They they think uh, of profit with that player instead of giving the player a chance to do well in the squad. And they are not bad players. They are all very good players in their own right. And I think that if you think about the transfers, they, they have to be a little more patient and stop spending so much money because sure. since the Neymar transfer, people are just uh, demanding
0: right. massive
2: fees from Barcelona and it's really not fair. Advoi, like, before I get to that. you,
0: man, write, before I get to you, Adi, yeah. Adi like, is there anything you can pinpoint from your perspective? Like, like, hey, what did Barcelona do wrong in terms of recruiting these players? In terms of you know, I guess, buying these players. Is there any, like, is there any one or, like, a couple of things that you can pinpoint saying, hey, like, this is what they should have done um, to fix this and to, mi-, like, this is what they should have avoided?
2: Um. Yeah, uh, if you look at it, 2014-15, Enrique's first season, Right. was, in my opinion, the last time we had a good transfer window. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Ever since, ever since, we have, we have spent way too much on some players not gone for the right players on some o- in, on some occasions mm-hmm. and uh, because of that the entire squad is being affected now gotcha. so i think in in a way we have to spend on the right players and not spend so much on any player gotcha. right, under any circumstances
0: fair point fair point um advice i'm gonna redirect the same question to you transfer window last year good bad neutral what are your thoughts man
1: yeah, i have to say that you know last transfer window the last summer was really good it's good us. to hear we got some great signings like uh, eden hazard Alon uh luka uh you know rodrigo was confirmed and uh, you know like a lot of good, big names and uh, we also got some got on some good youngsters like renier geszus in the uh, january right. window so but, as far as the performances, I'd say, you know, obviously, uh, Hazard has been yeah. lucky to say the least. Not the injuries that he's had. Like, we know what he's capable of and we know what he can do when he's yeah. on the So, same with Luka Jovic. I mean, he isn't really plagued with injuries. But I feel like uh, Benzema has really stepped up, you know, stepped up so much that uh, Jovic hasn't really gotten that much of a chance. But, Again, when he got the chance as well, it's not like, you know, he banged in Patrick. Yeah. Patrick, so uh, he can really improve for us and uh talking about on Mondi, I think he has been the most, you know, impactful signing for us because at the left back position, you know, we had masked getting old so and his defensive abilities really deteriorated over time. So Mondi really uh, brings that defensive ability and he has the pace, which is really nice to watch and He's been a really fair enough replacement. I can't really you know, come to a lot of conclusions. But he's been uh, good for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I really hope the other signings getting are that, getting that goal.
0: I got you. No, um, definitely one name that I was excited about when I heard that like, he was connected to Real Madrid last year was Jovic. Um, obviously, first-year troubles, that sort of deal, maybe he can pick up from where he left off. Um, either next season or when the season, um, picks back up. But yeah, no, I was, when I heard he was, um, transferring, I was super excited to hear that. Now I wanted to get both of your opinion on the El Clasico rivalry and how it's basically evolved over the last few years.
2: Okay. I think I'll, I'll I'll start. Yeah, Um, Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, in recent years, um, there's a perception that it's because of some players that the classic was as great as it is. It's a rivalry that has been going on for so long that players will come and go. Obviously, you can't have a guy playing for more than 20 years at any club. And uh, people think that, oh, Ronaldo left, the Classico is no longer great. No, of course it is great. I mean, obviously, you don't always get a thriller. You don't, you don't expect right. a thriller in every game that you play. But... But the rivalry on its own is so great that people watch it just to watch the rivalry. I don't think the players matter. It's probably not going to be PK or Ramos. And, and people often think that when these guys go, the
0: class right. won't be
2: relevant anymore. I, it's
0: not the case. I mean, it's a fair point so, they bring up because, I mean, hey, the, a lot of these big-name players make up a lot of the action in the games. Um, But, hey, like, another name that I wanted to bring up to you before, like, like within the uh, like classic is is Pique. Like how much longer do you think he has within him at, at Barcelona? Sorry, it's a little, little off topic, but yeah, you mentioned his name and I got all excited.
1: Um,
2: see, um, I think two years. Two years, definitely. definitely. I don't know if he, yeah, I don't know if he if he'll play every game in those two years. Like he is now. Right. Like, but he should be here for two gotcha. more years. Firstly, because we don't have another yes. center back, and uh, and secondly because he's actually doing pretty yeah. well. He's got man
0: of the match performances awful in the league, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's fine. He's doing well. Yeah.
2: So I think yeah, he's fine fine to go for two. That's months. right.
0: Um obviously big name that left your team this past year was Ronaldo. Was that yeah, that was last year, right? Um yep. and you think that's right. had a big effect on games like El Clasico and just like the season overall?
1: Yeah, I mean Ronaldo left, yeah. In, two years ago two yeah. Years ago now, and uh yeah, so uh, the common, you know, the opinion I look about Real Madrid and El Clásico is that, you know, as Althea said, it's not really that exciting because you know Ronaldo left. There's no Ronaldo. The, the team, rivalry, yeah. The clash, yeah, all that isn't there. But I have to, you know, uh, disagree with that because an El Clásico is still special now. It is probably yeah. one of the most watched uh, games in world football, and I have to say that. Uh, you know, in pre- previous years, like, you know, times of when Pepe was at our club, you know, there was like a lot of aggression on the pitch and the kind of fight players had and all that. That was a lot more. I think that has, you know, evolved right now. I'm not saying that everything's rosy and classic, but but
0: uh, that being said, aggression and the sheer will. The right right sorry you're cutting out there a little bit but in any case um i'm gonna move on to the next thing that i have on my list here um adi uh barcelona presidential election my man um thoughts on what's going on thoughts on what's gonna happen what do you think man um
2: uh, it's a huge relief honestly speaking but you think about it's 2021, there's a year ago, and uh for me, it's such a great relief. It, when I think about it, it's so much happiness because Joseph Maria Barton right. has in every way, and I'm, I'm going to be very straightforward here, he, it almost looks like he's trying to destroy the oh, club. Really?
0: That's a bold statement.
2: Yeah. You, you, yep. think, you think about it, he, there's no vision. Okay. You have no idea what we're trying to do. And some of the decisions, I don't know what the idea was behind that. I'll give you one simple example. Uh Um, Yeah, we brought this player called Yeri in I think uh, 18, 17, 18 or something Uh around that time. He played for half a season and because we got a profitable offer, we Uh let him go. See, I'm not saying he would have worked out. Honestly speaking, I don't know. We could never know because he spent only half a season Uh here. And um, coming to the future, which is honestly very bright, I see two main candidates. Uh, one is John Laporta, the man who brought us all the success in the past. And uh, one the other is Victor Font. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me, but I think uh, Victor Font seems to have a better plan. From what I've heard him say in interviews and uh, what he said about his vision mm-hmm. and plans, it, it seems so much clearer what he wants for right. the club. And uh, he says Tavi is the main part of this... Um, this project right. that he has coming up and uh, but with Laporta it seems like he's he's talking about the past right. you know, he, he throws a few names in there he says uh, Neymar he says uh, Sanchez Sancho and then he says I dream of having Pep here at Barcelona and he's not said that Pep will come to right. Barcelona
0: um from what it sounds like so, I feel like you're more concerned that the club's being run like a business rather than the football club itself. Um, and I think that I think yes, it's a exactly. valid point to have, especially with how the market and just the game has changed over time. I mean it's a very valid concern to have that, you know, a lot of presidents and a lot of board members are running away with the club. I know personally like with United, I know it's not Real Madrid, but it's what we've been like complaining about for the last decade and a half. Um about the club being run like a business and the Glazer family not really caring. And running it like a business, so Adi, I definitely feel that. In terms of, I guess, mismanagement of club transfers and like, I guess, failures on both sides. Um, Advait, what do you think could have been, I guess, avoided from Real Madrid in the past few years? Yeah, I mean, it's a fair question because, um,
1: as far as mismanagement is concerned, I have to say, to be honest, in there hasn't been really that many cases where. You could say that you know Florentino Perez mm-hmm. is to blame because of you know whatever has happened. I mean, uh, it happened in the past. You know when Carlo Ancelotti right. was our manager. You know he really believed in the club and all that, and he got us a lot of a lot of trophies. But then he was you know sacked, and then uh, that was really a questionable decision by uh, Perez because yeah, that, well I think that took club, everyone by by then, shock. No, really, I
0: wasn't expecting that at least and then the signing right, of so Rafa like, Benitez right, also. Right, which is <laughs> really, extremely
1: yeah, yeah I was yeah I was, I was just getting to that so Rafa Benitez was you know just kind of appointed out of the blue and uh, you know there's like a lot of pressure on him because a manager exactly. that was doing well in, in Carlo Ancelotti was sacked and now he has to you know pick up uh, whatever is left and then quite honestly he didn't work out either you know he was he was again sacked and then we got in uh, uh, Santiago Solari and uh, Julian Lopetegui. Uh both of them, you know, I mean, they had a little bit of, you know, uh, good things to look forward to, but then I yeah. mean, they really didn't work out. And then, uh, you know, Zidane came in and he was there for a bit and then he resigned and then now he's back. And I think now that uh, he's back, you know, things are going well and there really hasn't been as many right. cases of mismanagement, but... As far as transfers is concerned, you know, uh, I'd say that signing uh, Tibo Kortwa. Right, I mean, he's right. a great keeper. Don't get me wrong. And it, it was a bargain signing with, uh, I think forty mm-hmm. mil forty million euros, if I'm not wrong. But then yeah. you have to look at what we already had. We had Kaelan Nawas, you know, oh, fantastic. who was quite frankly doing right. So frankly, doing really well for us. And to bring in Kortwa, and then so, that that kind of right. you
0: know, Bring right, but the I think i think so, I'm sorry i'm gonna cut you was- off here but I think um I think he brought i think the club brought in courtois I think it was towards the point where Navas was hitting his peak in my opinion personally um i I still think he had a little bit of competition in him that he could have maybe like outweighed courtois for the starting position but i I, I don't know I thought it was a little premature in terms of like trying to give Navas competition, I guess, to end his career at Madrid. I thought that was... Vi- I mean, it's not surprised. I mean, they've done it before. They did it with um, Casilla back in, what, 2013, 2014, um, when, they bu- when they brought in... Um, I can't remember his name, but he didn't really last that long either. He went to Milan after his replacement. Um, and so, yeah, no, I think Courtois... I'm not surprised Madrid pushed to sign him. Um, at first, we all know he had his troubles, too, right, uh, uh, right Douglas? Right, right. Um, right. But, yeah, no, I'm, uh, some of those names you listed off, like Lopetegui and, like, the other guys, like Solari, I think, like, those are some random names. And when I heard, yeah. like, back when I heard Benitez was signing for Madrid, I was honestly, like, I, I was taken aback for, for, like, a hot minute because I, I, I was like, what are they doing? Like, I was like, what is going on? I I think everyone was like that because they went from Carlo Ancelotti who was doing good. Like, um, I think a lot of these clubs hit the panic button really quick when things aren't doing, you know, so good. And so, yeah. Uh, Hmm. What do you think, uh, Adi, in terms of mismanagement in your club? It's
2: been a story of um, many mismanaged transfers among a few transfers that actually worked out, especially post the treble winning season. Enrique. Uh obviously the money paid for some of the players is really mm-hmm. stupid yeah yeah it's downright stupid and uh, you you look at the season right after the one Chavi right. left him and we won the treble you bought in Alex Vidal you bought in Arda Turan I, do, I don't know why and, and for what positions
0: because neither yeah, I was of them worked I was actually a fan of the Turan deal except he just didn't work out plain and simple yeah. And you know,
2: sometimes you feel that he didn't have the attitude to play at basketball, yeah, but that's just be. me. Uh, uh, and then the season after that, you, you we bought a lot of these young guys Andre Gomez, Paco Alcacer, uh, Lucas Digne, uh, Samuel Umtiti. Right, right. Out of which, if you ask, only Samuel Umtiti worked out, and that mm-hmm. could be an extent. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't know what's going on. And stuff like Season after that, we got Coutinho and Dembele. It's. I still believe Dembele is a great player and I want to see him do well but I don't I don't see it happening with the number of injuries he's facing right now so so I don't know I don't know what what the idea of transfers is and what's worse is I feel the manager has no say in the transfers no you have that's valid because there was a lot of yeah because there was a lot of talk about Gilyan arriving and uh, I I was I was told that Valverde wanted Gilyan at Barcelona but they went uh, and got um, Malcolm right out of Roma's hands mm-hmm. just for revenge it just shows the mentality of the club has changed so much and the word mesque un club cannot be said that easily anymore because you don't see it anymore it seems like uh, we are losing our respect among other clubs we are losing our respect among yeah. our own players and I can say pack. for a fact so it's really yeah, sad I
0: can say move. for a fact that Malcolm Dio was not the best move on Barcelona's part Uh, um, I think that was a I think in some ways that was like that was a pity deal. Um, it was it was not from the best like interest of the club. They didn't do it because they thought they thought he was a great player. They did because you know they had wanted to undercut Roma and their efforts to sign him. Um, yeah. In terms of other men- players that you mentioned, Umtiti, I think has been like you said the best case scenario. He's like he's been the best player that's come out of that entire transfer window for Barcelona. Uh, another yeah. player I was excited for right. that is actually, I mean, he's. I think we can all agree he's done well outside, has been Paco Alcacer. Um, he's done, yeah, he's been doing oh, yeah. phenomenal over in Germany. Right. Um, do you think he has a future of the club?
2: At our club, no, but I think he has a good future. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he's in Villarreal now and uh, I really think he's going to mm-hmm. do well there. You know, he did so mm-hmm. well at Valencia that when he came, I was so excited. Future right, Secure right. and Stuff Lad were right. things I was saying, And he didn't get a chance to play. You really look at it. He got very limited mm-hmm. chances. And after his first season, people had already tagged him as a failure. It really doesn't work that way. Right, as a young right. guy. Obviously, you know, so they should have been more patient. They should have been more patient with so many of these people. They would have probably not been great, but they would have done much better than
0: what they had done. At least...
2: That's how I see
0: it. Yep. Hey, those those are all good points. Um. Although I don't think I'm forgetting about you, man. I just I've got a lot of these questions. Um. That are like concerning Barcelona because they're hot topic right now. Um. Another one that I had on. I've got a couple more in mind for Barcelona. One being, we. I think we can all tell. Um. Messi's time at Barcelona is about. It's coming. We're on the like the we're in the last five minutes of the game in terms of his career at Barcelona. Um. Things are trying to wind down. Uh, obviously, um, Adi, what do you think a post-Messi Barcelona looks like? Who do you think is going to replace him? That sort of stuff.
2: Um, I I'll be honest with you. I don't see anyone right. replacing Messi like player for player. It's just mm-hmm. it's impossible from mm-hmm. from what I can see. And after Messi leaves, it really doesn't mm-hmm. look that great mm-hmm. if you think about it, because over the last let se- let's just take mm-hmm. the last two seasons, uh, excluding the one this one which hasn't yep. completed. He's been a best player by oh, yeah, country mind. Oh you, my You God. can put and PK Pro oh, yeah. the second best player would be Torstegen would be hey, he's on the
1: ground.
0: He's really and picked that's, up. he's picked up. Yeah, he's been good, but he has been that great. Oh, he's, he's picked fantastic. Up. He's picked man. Up. Oh, what I had player. my doubts at first. I had my Fabulous. doubts at first with Ter Stegen because. Um, we saw him at the start of his Barcelona career. He was shaky. Um, But my God, this fast yeah, season, my bro, God. Fantastic. Fantastic. He's doing some real German competition but, for the starting spot on the national team.
2: Oh, I don't know, I'm not the first choice to be I honestly... Right, mean. right,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Nguyen.
2: Yeah, but uh, Messi... Uh, see, it's, it's going to be hard to replace him, especially considering what he did in the last two seasons. Almost like he carried a yeah, attack basically. on his own, and a midfield creativity. Uh, he made the assists. He made the key passes. Think yeah. about all that. Then you think about all that mm-hmm. not being there from the next uh, two seasons later three seasons. See, one later. thing,
0: one I mean, thing I really don't know about for Barcelona is that they basically for the last fifteen years or so they basically built their offense around Messi. Messi. They basically Messi, built yeah. it around either him. Like having the ball or getting the ball to him. Now, what I'm worried about is, now what I'm worried exactly. about, I think a lot of people have concerned. I mean, hey, I, I bet Barcelona is concerned about this too. Is once he leaves, is there someone we can either get into that position who will, who can hold the ball and probably not as good, but like good enough to get like some goals or someone who can pass? You know what I mean? Um, I think that's what everyone's concerned about. Uh, Obviously, otherwise, you've already, you already know what the future without Ronaldo looks like. You guys have lived without it for two years now. Um, do you guys, yeah, well, like in terms of how you guys have dealt with it, is there anything you feel like the club could have done better or like do you think they've done a good job on their own?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say we've done a good job. I mean, we've got kind of a replay replacement ish you know, in in Eden Hazard. But then the thing about Cristiano Ronaldo is the goals, you know, the kind of goals Mm -hmm. that he, that he, you know... It was Mm -hmm. just, like, Uh. record after record after record. Right. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, replacing that kind of Yeah, those are once-in-a-lifetime players. It it isn't an easy task, and I feel like we have kind of replaced him in Eden Hazard, but then if you look at it, Hazard isn't really the kind of uh, goal scorer Ronaldo is. I mean, he's a a different kind of player. So, I feel like, you know, uh, even if you look at the season, we've had uh, 11 draws 11 draws, and uh, right. you know, at occasions we have, like, just failed to score because, right. you know, we, it's just lack of goal scorers. I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, Benzema is doing really good this season, but, you know, yeah, absolutely. He's, it's, it's, it's just been him, you know, like, uh, Jovic, yeah, Jovic really um, hasn't, you know, stepped up. I'm glad you brought up, uh, uh, the, like, Hazard's name, Hazard because involved, I read somewhere
0: a few yeah. months ago, I think this might have been last year, but him joining Real Madrid... Um someone named it, someone labeled it as bad timing because he joined post the Ronaldo era. And a lot of the responsibility is going to fall on him yeah, to be he, like, yeah. in quotes, the next Ronaldo. And that shouldn't be, uh, that's not fair. That, that, that isn't fair at all. Right. Um, because you're like, like you shouldn't be expected to pick up where like this man, this like once in a lifetime player left off in my opinion. Like, Hear me out. I love Eden Hazard. I think he's phenomenal, yeah. but he's not. He's not the Messi, Ronaldo, Cali. Yeah, me Like he's, yeah, he yeah, scores I mean, enough goals goal to, goal to goal have a name be, for himself. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking purely from for from yeah, his yeah. Chelsea like days. I'm not talking from now because we know we haven't seen much of him. But he like he scores enough goals to make a name for himself. He scores. He provides yeah. enough assists to make a name for himself. But, yeah. um.
1: It's just that the yeah, scores isn't breaking records
0: or, you know... You can't expect you know, right, many right. goals He's a even, season I mean, from him. That's the only no, Yeah, I mean, I get it. But, yeah. All right, and so the I, track, yeah.
2: the sum That which has exactly. a lot of uh, pressure yeah, on absolutely. him when you think about... It.
0: No, I mean, hey, so, when clubs like... And I might be taking a, a slight dump on the Premier League, but... Um, when clubs like Barcelona or Real Madrid come knocking on your door, those are once-in-a-lifetime like, career opportunities. And so, I mean, I'm not surprised he left Chelsea. I mean, hey, they he loved Chelsea. Chelsea loved him. But, like, I, I mean, it's not surprising that he took the deal. Like, it, it's it's playing in front of, like, the Real Madrid fans and all, all the great stuff that comes with it. And obviously playing in the Champions League everywhere, which Chelsea didn't guarantee. Um, that's a different topic for a different day. Ivy, before we start to close out, man, one hot topic that I've been... I like I've been wanting to ask you since minute one and that's been the Neymar saga. Where is the club at? What's going on? What do you think <laughs> is gonna happen in the end? <laughs> oh man, I've been itching. I've been itching to ask this question oh, since minute one.
2: I'll tell you now I mean, he's I mean, really never
0: left. Oh uh, my god, go ahead, go ahead. I'll I'll weigh in after yeah. I hear from you. I'll weigh in Emma after left.
2: I hear from you. Um See, I think he regretted a decision from the time he left. Now when I think we would have brought him back if everything was um you know, do you think do you think he was you, you think he was coming back with...
0: last summer? You think he was? Yeah, I think he was. Uh, and uh, um, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Heavily yeah. linked I think he did everything he could right. to arrive. But you know, PSG had all the power at yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. You know? This summer though, if if everything right. had gone well, I think we'd have got him back. Now that there's no money, right,
1: you can't go after right. so One sixty million, or I think it's about, 20 20, about Neymar. I feel you know, as he said, he really should have. Yeah. You know, he went for the big money into PSG, but then if he wanted to come back eventually, I mean, right. you know, he should have just stayed and
0: yeah, I always
1: continued the yeah, MS, always, MSN partnership, if you will. Yeah, so like the kind of money that PSG require now, I feel like looking at Barcelona's financial position, you know, they haven't really been, uh, you know, really good for them because uh, they've been making, uh, I've been hearing reports that, you know, they've been making losses and all that. And they've also been linked with uh, uh, strikers like Otaro Martinez, who also has a 100 million plus tag on them. So I don't think they can go for everyone. They'll have to, you know, pick and choose. And right now, even after all the pandemic and stuff, with the economic hit on the club, I really find it. Uh, hard, no, those are valid you know, Financially, for them to go for well, it. the player yeah. wages
2: are horrendous. You know, when you think about it, for Barcelona especially, and because of that, I don't think they can really afford another player. Fifty-two million odd, I think, yeah. player wages, and yeah. yeah no, wow, um, that's
0: a lot. When I, when I, right. When obviously the world found out about Neymar leaving for PSG a few years ago, I was—I thought it was the dumbest decision this man was making. Like the MSN partnership was lighting up; they were doing great. Um, Like they just had this like amazing attack in Barcelona that honestly was one of the best in the world, if not the best. Um, And when I found out, it came out of nowhere too. It was so fast. Exactly, Um, it was so shocking. For what, two hundred mil? Like I was like. I was, uh, I was like, one. That's like way too much money for someone. Like, forget what sport, forget what's going on. That's way too much money, even for Neymar. Okay, like, like he's great and all that, but he's not. Nobody's worth two hundred million. Like, maybe Ronaldo, Messi caliber people, people will be worth two hundred million, but that's even maybe. All right. If you keep like increasing the value of these players, there's like this market. There's just gonna be no like cap. Um. Anyway. I think we all know why he, why he did it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I just want to add a point there. I feel like after the Neymar transfer, all know, hell broke loose. The value all of hell broke is loose. Is really oh all yeah, definitely.
2: Oh
1: yeah, you see players who aren't worth the kind of money paid for them. You know the transfers going through. So all I hell feel broke like loose after but Neymar. Uh, that's a major do. Dude, yeah. sure, we, uh, s-
2: we t- spent <laughs> over two hundred million on two players who weren't even. Yeah. Probably not going to work out at all. So yeah. Really stupid. And then when the Neymar uh, transfer came out, you know the rumors came out two hundred million plus. Yeah, it could. I honestly been, thought it was it a joke, been. and that dude was a like, yeah. People are joking yeah. around it's so stupid. He won't be. I think. It I happened. think we it all was know. So shocked. Like,
0: so that the fifty percent of the like, the deal was the money, but I think the other half of why he did it was to, I guess, get out of Messi's shadow. I mean, which fair to him? Yeah, yeah. And get it, which but- fair to him was. Like, him trying to be, like, his own player. He wanted to be the world's best player. Um, but I guess he did not, I guess he, he didn't know what was going on with Mbappe and, like, you know, like, how this 19-year-old was going to change the world, basically. Um, this, I think Neymar is, like, so if you took Jesse Lingard, right, and blew that up on a larger scale, that is what this happened to Neymar. He's a fantastic player, but he's a, a lot of distractions yep. get in his way of his actual career. I mean, I get what you're saying, but then I'm not comparing the players. Yeah. I'm comparing the career paths they've taken. I'm not comparing the players' the calibers. Yeah,
2: I think right. the- exactly,
0: I- exactly.
2: Anything else? I think if both of them attain their career no, a little more seriously, they'd oh be far God.
0: better players than they are. Today. They let distractions and the publicity and all the yeah, attraction get cool. get into their heads, and that's exactly. Like, and, and little side note, I don't think Jesse. Lang- I think Jesse Lingard. It's going to be a miracle if this guy like salvages career. Like, I'm going to be straightforward. I was the biggest fan of this guy like two or three years ago. Like, remember, like World Cup, like what was it, 2018? Like, he was phenomenal for England. Like. But I think after the World Cup is when like things really started to go downhill for this man and he just started letting Instagram and everything get in his way. Side topic, but regardless. Um I, I No, I think no. Made it's a fool out of himself. It's completely so she, valid. Like I still I see his stories on Instagram now and it's just it, this man just... like compare him to Rashford, okay? I know I'm getting off topic here guys, but Compare him to Rashford. These guys are literally, like, I mean, they're a few years apart, but they have yeah. had the same upbringing, all right? Rashford has stayed consistently, like, focused on his footballing career. And, like, he's staying, like, I, I guess he's always been focused on his game, right? Lingard has let all the publicity and all, like, the, I guess, the the non-essential stuff to really get yeah. in his way. Money. And so, yeah, no, that's exactly. my little rant, because, you know, I'm disappointed, but, right. uh, yeah, that's mostly what I had, I guess. Oh, God. Closing thoughts, guys.
1: I thought to to bring up the whole Mbappe thing, since you mentioned him for the ps thing. You know, you know, we've been linked with him and all that, and Zidane has this master plan where, you know, obviously, Bale is on it.
2: I, I, I just want to cut in here, uh, I'm sorry, uh. I think the way Dale has been handled in all this, yeah, even Hame's to an extent, it's, it's very disappointing to see because you think about Dale, like from a general point of view, you think he's not performed and stuff like that. But then you look at it deeply, he's he's, score, he's done very well right, in two right. Champions League finals that they won. Liverpool won fantastic goal to finish.
1: So I really don't know why it's yeah. been rude so oh, I'm and sorry uh, treated so bad. You know, he's done really well for our club. And then we saw that instance from Wales where, you know, there was a flag and uh, there was a slogan uh, going against Real Madrid. And that's really when all the backlash started. And most of the Real Madrid fans, uh, I'd say most of of the ones in Spain kind of disrespected the fact that, you know, this man has given a lot to our club in the past. And, you know, one thing that you just can't take away. Yeah, I think Bale, the way he he stands
0: out at Madrid, it's been both good and bad. Um, Like, I think early on, and even up until, like, the Champions League wins, I think he was phenomenal, Uh, but I didn't know. Like, he was world-class up there kind of deal, but, um, I mean, obviously we saw Zidane coming in, cutting his playtime, and they just didn't really get along well. Yeah, they didn't which I think was. Why, get along. I, I, I don't think that's events fair, events. like from Zidane's part. Bale. Like this man is phenomenal, and the fact that you cut him for players who don't yeah. really, who just respect you. Yeah. I mean, who don't have the game. Like that's not. That's not good.
1: Yeah, and, and to add to all that, you know, the right, you, right. you know Bale moving to a Chinese clubs, which then, that would you know, be an absolute waste yeah. of that's talent. Really in my set team. the board. right. Yeah, of, yeah, I know. That kind of set the mood for Bale you yeah. know, being like this unwanted yeah, player that is now considered. So what I was getting at is, you know, Mbappe. Uh, there were strong rumors that we would go for him this summer, but obviously due to the pandemic and all that, uh, transfer budget, and, you know, uh, we were going to go for him, but then I think we yeah, go man. for him next. No, I, I next personally summer. think, obviously, like you know,
0: that deal. Um, it's deal. iffy. Um, Mbappe is not a player that. PSG's gonna like just wall- let walk out the door. D- yeah, is- they haven't had these, like, they haven't had right, uh, right. an Mbappe, like, ever, in my opinion. Um, for the longest time, at least, um, they haven't had, like, a player such as Mbappe, where, like, he's their main guy to go to for everything. And so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, Madrid, I'm not, I'm not saying they can't do the deal. I'm just saying, um, PSG's not gonna let this man walk out the door lightly.
2: PSG would much rather
0: let Neymar oh, yeah. leave yeah. than let Neymar leave. Because it's French and it's been
2: so long since we've seen exactly. someone in France do well in France. So yeah, I don't let him go easily. It's going to take a lot of money.
1: And also, transfer rumours of us signing Paul Pogba and then Donny van der Beek. I mean, Donny van der Beek, he's a really good player. Don't be wrong, But I feel like, you know, with Federico van doing so well yeah, for yeah. us, I feel like if we even sign Donny van de Beek, I don't think he'll get the amount of playing time that, yeah. you know, he would want. And it would become an which all- I don't even think you guys need a midfielder. So like, look at the number of
2: midfielders you have and the young guys you need to come in and stuff like yeah, that. I don't
1: think midfielders are going to be an issue. Yeah, we don't... Yeah, that, that, that's also a fair point because we have so many midfielders stacked up. So, I, I honestly feel, right. uh, you know, signing someone like Pogba...
0: Obviously, it would be a boost, but I don't think it's good. Really yeah, fine. don't get me started on Pogba. Uh, we could have an entire episode yeah, kind of about that. You know, um, all right, guys. We're trying to really get lengthy here. I'm going to ask you guys your last yeah. thoughts in terms of, and I guess the best question I can ask right now is, with everything going on in the world right now, like, um, do you guys think coming back for the La Liga, do you think that's going to happen anytime soon? Do you think do you think they're going to call off the season? What are your thoughts? Adi, we're going to start with you, man i think right. they will they will
2: start you know eventually um, the players are already training and full training at that so uh, i think they'll start mid june uh, probably end of june maybe uh, but how safe right. it's going to be and all that i'm not entirely sure whether it's worth the risk yeah. i don't think so so i don't know i think it's right, what about you man? On the perspective of the league
1: yeah i feel like you know uh, the season should resume because not only cuz you know, it's kind of unfair because we're seeing such great competition in the league and, you know, just calling it off is, I mean, it doesn't sound fair. So, I feel like, yeah, the players have uh, returned to training, they've returned to group training and mm-hmm. there have been talks of the league are resuming in the, uh, mid of June. So, I feel like uh, yeah. the league should resume but then the first priority always has to be exactly. of the players and all the, you know, not just the players, all the staff and everyone involved. So,
0: uh we had a long good conversation um about everything going on uh to everyone listening thanks for staying all the way to the end i know this is a long one but uh go visit our social media um we're on podcasts both on spotify apple podcast uh thanks for tuning in boys this This was was fun fun. i'll see you on the next one all right peace out guys
1: peace out guys have a good day